0: This is Let's Talk Arts and Entertainment on WMAY. I am Kevin Hart, and this is State of the Arts, another episode of State of the Arts with Gus Gordon. How are you doing, Gus?
1: I'm doing well, Kevin, and you, sir?
0: I'm doing pretty good. Perfect. Uh, the the gala is coming up this weekend, just a couple of days, and we've been seeing on Facebook, on Hoagland's Facebook page, um, uh, sorts of pictures of the different stars that are going to be in the gala and productions they've been in, movies, TV shows they may have been. And right. how are things going on that uh, leading up to it? How are you, you know, putting everything together? How are things going?
1: Well, thanks for asking. It's going really well. Um, we're putting the finishing touches on the special. It's going to be one hours long, one hour mm-hmm. long rather. And um, we, we're, we're taping everything in advance, and we're streaming it live. On, well, not streaming it live. We're streaming it at 7 o'clock on Sunday. It will be pre-recorded, And uh, we'll be on Facebook and YouTube answering questions and, and interacting with people who are watching. But you can watch it on our, our YouTube channel. Just type in HCFTA on uh, YouTube, and you can find that. And then it's on our Facebook page. Just type in Hoagland Center for the Arts on Facebook. It'll take you right to our page we're going to do a facebook live premiere and we're really excited we we have put together a great group of performers a lot of stars that have appeared on broadway for years and i think people are really going to get a lot of entertainment out of this and hopefully at the same time um be inspired to maybe make a donation to the hoagland Um, this has been a really tough time no shows so this is taking the place of a show for us and um we we appreciate everyone who has reached out to us and who's interested in seeing this production.
0: Good and yes, I've, I know a lot of people definitely will be and are excited for this because we noted uh, last time the the galas um which, which are wonderful, the galas are you know usually bring a uh, one star from Broadway or television um and bring them to either do a show do a do a concert but, it, but they have all you guys have all these different performers from some are right. some are even Springfield natives, some of them that have been around the country doing all sorts of performances and so they will all be in this one performance um doing doing something doing you know singing making a message um, so uh, absolutely guys make sure that you are able to catch this on um, 7 p.m on Sunday and make a donation because as we've been saying this has been a rough time for the arts everywhere it has so it has been and
1: we're so we're so pleased with the lineup of stars we have a yes. dozen stars and the common denominator is they've all appeared on Broadway all right and at one time or another. And uh, we've got some people who have been there for years. We have some newcomers. You mentioned Springfield natives. We have Courtney Young, mm-hmm. who grew up in the area with the ballet company and the Muni and the Theater Center. And we have Lindsay Ariel Grimble, who also grew up in this area performing at the Muni Theater in the Park and at the Hoagland and Theater Center. And we're thrilled to have both of them back, and we're thrilled for the success they've had in their careers. We also have a lot of college friends of local um, local people in the arts community. A lot of these college friends went on to have careers on Broadway, and uh, several of us called in some favors to see if they would help us out, and they were all incredibly gracious and said, sure, why not? I'm not working anyway, so I've got some free time. Right. So it, it really is a great lineup of entertainment. Um, just all styles of, of Broadway music, and I think people who are fans of the genre, fans of the arts will will really have a nice time
0: good i think so and i'm very excited for it as i'm sure everybody is going to be excited for this uh coming up also uh, at the hoagland um spirit of lincoln has announced their uh dates for their streaming performance. um uh, show ticks for you will be the 14th and the 15th but on the 13th they are doing a um first come first serve i mean for buying tickets of course a vip right. sort of uh socially distanced in-person viewing of the movie in theater one uh which is right. going to be very um interesting um and they, they've they released some pictures as well from the from the production on facebook and uh they look wonderful and um i know the one uh, so it's And so that is also going to be coming up. um, Right. So that'll be November, November 13th and and 14th. It will be
1: the first time we've had um, an audience in the building. Right. Yes. And the catch is we won't have the performers on stage. It'll be the the taped version of the show that the the VIP crowd will be able to watch. We just have to, you know, reduce the risk factor. Right. So we'll have 45 people, 45 tickets, uh, theater centers selling 45 tickets. It'll be spread out throughout the auditorium. Um, We're just all trying to, you know, have something to do. Some of the arts come back in a safe and responsible way. And we thought, well, this is a good way to do it and and to have an audience come in. Um, That way you don't have any singers who are, you know, projecting to the back of the house. You just have a movie screen. And um, I think people will, will have a really wonderful time seeing that. A Ken Bradbury original show. What mm-hmm. Roger Wainwright did the music. Uh, of course, Ken and Roger are two local legends. Ken just uh, the king of the playwrights locally, mm-hmm. and we're we're thrilled to have Theater Center do this exciting production.
0: Yes, and make sure um you guys are able to if there are still seats available because i know they were going fast there's still some seats available for the in-person performance um you might want to get on that but otherwise it of course will be available for streaming the next two days the 14th and the 15th so you guys will be able to watch what i'm sure is going to be a great production as well um Right, you know, right, Ken Bradbury, and it'll Lincoln. You, yeah. It'll
1: remind you of a great politician. Yes. Um. You know, Abraham Lincoln, our favorite son, mm-hmm. and it's about how he impacted the lives of many people within his lifetime and then beyond.
0: Yes. So that. And will... I think
1: we might be in the mood for positive politics by that time. Just I, saying. yeah. I,
0: I, I think you know, you know, we just might be. You know, <laughs> one of the only politicians will be excited to. See, uh, you know, not going no. too much into that, but yes, people will be very uh, excited to see that. Um, and then uh, we were talking a little bit off air. You are in rehearsals for Dracula right now, which is another production that will be coming up around the Halloween That's right. season.
1: We're um, we're taping on Monday night mm. and this will be broadcast next week, uh, Thursday, the 29th, Friday, the 30th. And then Saturday, October 31st, Halloween itself. Mm-hmm. We thought, what a wonderful, you know thing to do is to bring this socially distanced version of Dracula. It's staged as a reader's theater or um, a radio show from the 1940s. So we're all standing at individual microphones spaced apart. And it's a very safe way to do it. And no audience involved in the theater. But then it'll be broadcast on our streaming service, the show ticks for you. And it'll be airing on October 29, 30 and 31st. So people can get their halloween fix in with some uh, spooky stuff from the 40s and a great story of dracula this is a wonderful adaptation and we just have a, a stellar cast of people who have put it together and um, it's just great fun to be a part of
0: yeah it sounds it and it's it's always i remember this was uh, this was brought up when the, the la, uh, i think stc did the uh, it's a wonderful life radio play and right. i was know, uh, You know, I I didn't really know. Somebody had told me that, um, of course something like Dracula, which came out in, the, the movie came out in the 30s, and then the right. uh, It's a Wonderful Life was the 40s, but, you know, before, of course, home video, long before home video, and, um, you know, p- I mean, people could own film reels, I guess, but that'd be super expensive, you know, the, the, sure. and, and if people couldn't even see the movie physically, that these movies were literally just adapted into radio plays um, with, you know, the Foley sound effects that Mary Myers will be right. doing. Um, but yeah, so I, I always thought that was really interesting that they... You know they they had these radio versions of a lot of popular movies, and it is really cool. You know, guys are doing Dracula around a Halloween time. I, I just I think it's sure. just so fascinating. Well, you can to go me.
1: back. You can go online and look up radio shows from the '40s, and you yeah. look at the Lux Theater. Mm-hmm. Lux was a a toilet soap of the era, which was basically mm-hmm. just bathroom soap. Right. Um, and they did a lot of these adaptations. Campbell Soup did a lot of adaptations as well. Wonderful Life, The Wizard of Oz. Uh, all the big movies of the day, they turned into hour-long radio versions. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was kind of a cool thing that happened back then. And, you know, this isn't necessarily... If if we were going to do a full production of Dracula, we'd have special effects and costumes and, and blood-sucking and all of that stuff. But because of the situation, we're doing it a little differently right. to keep everyone safe. And, uh, again, we're just trying to find uh, workarounds to provide some entertainment... This uh, this time of year, yeah,
0: and it's and you know like it's it is it is very uh, it is very good for you know this time of being socially distant and everything and it's a cool piece of a uh, like a you know a little preservation of history. This is how you know right. this is how this would have was presented on the radio um, and doing it that way. So I do ju- that is very cool. One thing also that'll be uh, coming up around Halloween uh, is the. Rocky Horror Picture Show is being shown at the Route 66 Drive-in, and that the proceeds, some of the proceeds of that, will go to the Holcomb Center for the Arts. As the live Rocky Horror show, I mean, that was that would pack the house every single performance uh, for the past right. like ten years they've been doing it. Um, so if you are, if you are missing Rocky this year, which I know a lot of people will be, you can uh, head out to the drive-in this weekend, and I'm sure you will see a lot of. Uh, Theater people, a lot of people that have been in involved with the productions uh, will be out there, um, you know, yelling at the screen. Everybody will be right. got the got the um, the uh, the the prop bags, and it's going to be a great time. and And it will benefit partially uh, the Hoagland Center for the Arts, so that will be a great thing right. to do as well.
1: Yeah, Illinois Times is putting this together, and uh, James Bankford, who works for the Illinois Times, called me up and said, "Hey, we're thinking of this." would you guys like to be involved and we said well of course yeah so they're presenting that at route 66 drive-in friday and saturday uh two performances each day and there is a midnight showing both days Mm -hmm. you need to go to um illinois times to get your tickets though that's important right and a dollar uh will be donated from each uh, specialty drink that they're serving i think there are four different specialty drinks so that'll be kind of a cool thing and uh, People can, um, you know, do the time warp again mm-hmm. in a responsible way in the comfort of their own cars. And right. if they're gyrating in their own cars, that's their own business.
0: <laughs> yep. and Because um, it's the pelvic
1: yeah. thrust that really drives that you really insane. That really
0: drives you insane.
1: So I've been told.
0: Yes, well, you know, <laughs> I've, I've heard maybe once or twice as well. <laughs> <laughs> so that that will be good. And something just i think in the last couple of days maybe even just in the past day the trailer for netflix's adaptation of the broadway musical the prom uh dropped and i don't um again it is a show i have not seen i don't have even listened to it and i don't know a whole lot about it um it seems i mean i, I mean we we've, we've discussed the plot of it before um on state of the arts but i uh right. it seems that it looks to me at least like they're because it's a movie and not a musical, that there's some things that they're probably, uh, as they do usually, changing some things for the movie and doing little movie jokes with it since, the, you know, the premise was that all these stars come to this prom. Right. But, uh, yeah, it looks like that is uh, that is making some headway, and that's going to be coming out pretty soon.
1: Yeah, an amazing cast, headlined by Meryl Streep and Nicole Kidman, James Corden, um, Kenan, um Oh, George! Oh, gosh, who am I thinking? Keegan Michael Key. Keegan, Keegan Michael Key. Thank you. I had a brain fart there for a second. It's all right. And uh, just a great cast, funny, funny people. And um, I think I think theater folks will really enjoy seeing it. It's a show that many people have not seen Mm -hmm. because it didn't get the chance to tour around the country, and there have been no regional productions. So you'll get a chance to see it if you didn't see it on Broadway during its run. And I think folks will like to take advantage of that.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's a a musical that, um, you know, another thing we'll be able to, some theater will be able to take in during uh, the time there's not a whole lot of theater going on. And yes, it is for many people, myself included, will be a new musical, as I have not ever seen it, or even, aside from some of the music that's in the trailer, really haven't heard any of it. So it'll be cool to experience that for um, what will be the first time for a lot of people. And also a bit of sad news but also a celebration of of life here is this uh a titan of broadway marge champion at the age of 101 has passed away she wow she choreographed and helped direct with her husband gower champion all of these uh i mean too many musicals that i mean if we listed off all the musicals we'd be here tomorrow like i mean just right you know all the different things she did and um I shared on Facebook one of my favorite uh, stories and it's on the probably like the the, the deluxe or whatever the new edition of Bye Bye Birdies cast album is, is that when they were um, workshopping the show out of town the out of town tryouts um, that put on a happy face, one of the, you know, star numbers of the show next to you know the telephone hour of course um is that right they th- that was like an act 2 and it was completely different staging and it wasn't working and they were like well we're just going to cut the song out of the show cuz it's not working which you I mean, can't Ooh. even imagine i mean that song is big, is such a mainstay in you know pop culture even now i mean they you know it was in like the like the joker trailer i think i mean it they still this this right. you know this song is you know and ev- like everybody covered it and you know march champions the one came in and she said well let's put it in act one and dick van dyke is cheering up these girls who are sad that uh uh you know that birdie's going into the army and then it became like one of the biggest numbers in the show and yeah that's in that little uh you know that little uh bit of an interview or maybe it was part of a concert, they put that on one of the cast albums. That was always, you know, a fun story to me. And it was great to see that one of my favorite songs was saved from being dropped on the cutting room floor and maybe being, you know, put back yeah. into the TV movie or something. But you know something like yeah, that. Yeah, no,
1: March Champion was uh just a champion of the arts so pretty much. Yeah. She and her husband Gower, they starred in many movies, MGM musicals. Probably the most famous would be Showboat, mm-hmm. where they played Frank and Ellie. And I actually saw March Champion in person at the St. Louis Muni. Wow. First year I moved into town, 1990, I uh, traveled down to St. Louis to see one of my first uh, St. Louis Muni shows. And it was a musical called No, No, Nanette. Oh, and uh, March great Champion show. played the lead, or one of the leads, yeah. along with Van Johnson, another MGM musical star from years ago. Mm-hmm. And she was absolutely charming. She did a tap dance for um, I Want to Be Happy oh, yeah. and just... Stole the crowd, and if I'm not mistaken, this is before my time. But March Champion was a part of a show um, that was shot at New Salem. It was a TV movie. Hal Holbrook, I think, was part of it. March Champion, and there are a lot of um, there are a lot of our our theater veterans from that era from the '70s who got the chance to be extras on that. And March Champion apparently was just a delightful woman, and she would keep track of some people and you know keep in correspondence. So, um, yeah, that was kind of cool to see that she's a, as nice a person as she is talented.
0: Oh, yeah. And she was also the, um, and I, I know I'd read this before, but it came back up again, of course, in the, in, you know, the past 24 hours that she was the model for Snow White and Disney's Snow right. White. Um, so that's, yeah. So we, you know, she, she lived a long and wonderful life and was a wonderful person. And I know around the country and probably around the world, she's going to be missed.
1: Yes, most definitely. And one hundred and one—that is a fantastic run. And she's oh, been yeah. active in recent years. She mm-hmm. hasn't. Uh, she's been up and around, and she shows up. You know, you look on different websites, and she's been at premieres and events. So, yeah, she's she's had a, a, a wonderful life and left a lot of wonderful uh, film out there for us to enjoy for years and years to come.
0: All right. Yes, and she, yes, I, I agree there, and she will be. Missed. Uh, Gus, thank you so much once again for joining me for State of the Arts. We will do it again next week.
1: Sounds great, Kevin. See you then. See you then.